Good afternoon, everybody. I am so excited to be back and to be talking about thorns today. What does it mean to have thorns? What does that look like? And what does it look like when God does not remove them? And how do we begin to see this as a blessing rather than just something we struggle with? Before I move into the message, I just want to melt into worship a little bit. Just let the song kind of take you away. We'll just listen to it for a moment. You tell mountains they must fall and they fall. You tell oceans to be still and they're You tell sickness it must leave and it's gone. In my weakness, God, I know you are strong. Mm, just listen to this. So powerful. beautiful so powerful over all I know God's power is over all I know this week the topic really begins to address a couple of the biggest questions we can face for those of us who struggle with an addiction and sin the question really becomes why won't God just take this away from me Why can't I seem to move past this? And for those who are standing on the outside of the struggle, why can't they just stop what they're doing? I don't have the complete and full answers here, but I want to share some of my experience with this and what God has spoken to me about my personal battle with thorns. Last week, we began to talk about shame and how we speak of addiction and sin. We touched very briefly on the cycle of addiction and how shame draws us into addictive behavior just as much as it is a result of the behavior. Part of the shame we can carry is the question of why we can't seem to get over it. We can't seem to move past it. We may watch other people who seem to be doing so well, or they can enjoy certain things in moderation that we know will cause us to go over the edge. There might be effects of trauma left over that cause us a feeling of envy for those who seem to live a life free of chaos. Do I believe that God has the power to remove every struggle, every weakness, every desire for sinful pleasures? Yes, I do. Even though we know that God is not going to create perfection in us on this side of heaven, do I believe that God has the power, that God can cause the miracle of complete perfection where human fallibility no longer exists? 
even while we're here on earth? Yes, I do. The question is not about whether he can. The question is not about God's power or about what we need to do to earn the freedom from our addictions or struggles. The focus here is on why it is possible that we'll never be free from a particular struggle and how we can begin to see this as a potential blessing. The story of Paul, the complete transformation, is just beautiful to me. It is one of the most powerful stories of restoration we see in scripture. This is a man who began as Saul, a man who persecuted Christians, who became Paul after a vision that changed his life and found his mission in spreading the teachings of Jesus to others. We learn from Paul lessons of selflessness, focus on the calling of God in eternity, and humility. But Paul was not free from struggle. In 2 Corinthians 12, 7, it says, Therefore, so I would not exalt myself, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to torment me so that I would not exalt myself. I pleaded with the Lord three times that it would leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. I love that. I want to break this down and begin with the powerful reality that the focus for us may not be on the fact that we have thorns. That may not change. Our perception of the thorns can change. Now, one of the things we notice about the scripture we read is that there's no specific details about the thorns that Paul carries with him. It's a bit mysterious, which allows us to insert our own struggles into the story. And for me, this adds a lot of power to the meaning. So try this here with me for a moment. Therefore, so I would not exalt myself, struggle with fear of rejection and abandonment, lust, anxiety, triggers, was allowed to remain in me so that I would not exalt myself. I asked the Lord over and over again to remove these from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is perfected in weakness. Notice that it doesn't say here that God gave these to us. Notice that Paul himself does not say, Lord, why did you give this to me? He said a messenger of Satan was sent to torment me. And I asked the Lord to remove it from me. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you. It is not God who gives us these struggles, but sometimes they are allowed to remain. So try it again and fill it in with your own struggle. Therefore, so I would not exalt myself. Struggle with was allowed to remain in me. And I asked 
the Lord to remove it from me. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you and my power is perfected in weakness. Now, one thing I know about my thorns is that I have absolutely no power over them. The first three steps in recovery focus on surrendering. So we know that step one is that moment where we're admitting that we're powerless and that our life is unmanageable. It doesn't have to be something we would consider an addiction. Any struggle or thorn is not going to be something you have the power to remove or overcome. This is the moment of I can't. I am unable. Step two opens our hearts to understand that there is a power greater than us and is one who believes God is my power power. He is the only one who can remove this from me. Step three then finds us in a sometimes awkward position where we need to open our hands and stop gripping. You see, God has the power to remove this from us. But in step three, we may find ourselves saying, I am letting you have it. I'm going to surrender it to you to do with as you will, which means if you don't remove it, Lord, use it as you will. A few years ago, I shared in a moment of honesty with a friend where I mentioned a struggle I was having at the time. And she didn't quite understand how after such a life-changing event had occurred where I found myself recommitting my life to the Lord, I could still have these struggles or these thoughts. My response was that I don't think it's ever going to completely go away. The difference between the old self and now is what I do with those struggles. By sharing and being honest and bringing to light the things that I used to keep hidden, this changes everything. When we surrender our thorns to God, it does not need to be an expectation that he will remove them from us. It's the understanding that by his grace, We can remain in relationship with him and allow him to use those thorns for a greater purpose. My thorns have kept me in closer relationship with God. I know that if I'm not in his word and at his feet every day, that those thorns become prominent and have the potential to change the course of my day and possibly my entire life. So because of my thorns, I am drawn closer to my Heavenly Father, a relationship that is precious and perfect and that I am desperate for. The second blessing remaining thorns have allowed is the ability to have compassion and empathy for others who struggle the same. The story God has built in me is one in which I believe is the center of my ministry. I know the power of addiction and sin. I know the false messages we get from substances and behaviors that convince us we need them to be okay. I understand the screaming voice our thorns can carry, telling us we are not loved as we are, and that if we could just take one more sip, have one more hit, eat one more piece, buy one more thing, feel that one more time then we could silence the screams and forget the things that plague us and be removed from our reality one more time. In this understanding, 
God has allowed me to share my story with others and has given me a heart for a ministry that extends the love of God to those who feel they deserve it the least. Closer relationship with my Heavenly Father, a compassion for others who struggle, and a desire for a ministry I never could have imagined before. Lastly, my thorns can protect me and preserve the restoration that has begun in me. Botanists believe that roses have thorns, although technically they're called prickles, but for the purpose of this, we're going to stick to thorns. Botanists believe they exist to protect the roses from animals that might be attracted to them because they smell sweet. Now, these thorns don't take away from the beauty of the rose, and they don't remove that sweet feeling we get when we receive them. I believe my thorns developed over time through experiences and subtle, faulty lessons. Underneath my thorns is a distinct, unhealthy vulnerability that can leave me to be devoured by the things of this world. My thorns serve as a reminder of what I need to avoid, abstain from, or ask for help with. They draw me away from certain environments or relationships with particular people. Sometimes my thorns are visible to other people, and this can help show me the difference between people who are safe and healthy for me, those who will love me in the way God intended, those who have compassion, and those who will love me with thorns included. Now, thorns by themselves can be seen as sharp, annoying, and painful. We can allow them to draw us into a cycle of self-fulfilling prophecy, where we believe the thorns are who we are, where our identity is centered in them, and that never leads to change. It actually allows us and gives us permission to stay where we don't really want to be. When we begin to allow our thorns to serve as a reminder of what used to be, when they draw us closer to God because we know we are absolutely powerless, when they give us motivation and guidance towards what God can use them for, and as we find them protecting us from complete destruction and preserving the goodness that God is creating, when we see the thorns as a blessing, then we can see change. Restoration does not happen in spite of our thorns. It happens because in them, within them, Through them, God's grace is enough. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you know our struggles and weaknesses. I thank you for my thorns today, for the scars my experiences have left, for the beauty that you create in the story you have built. Lord, allow our thorns to be the mark of your grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week as we talk about true forgiveness. God bless.